Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining us here today for the Spirit Anchor YouTube video series and the Anchor.fm podcast series. My name is Kristen Schmidt-Dykes and I'm so excited that you've joined us today. Our guest is Christy Borst. She is an integrative mind, body, spirit, and emotions healer. She's also the co-creator of the Perspective Reboot Quantum Healing Modality. And she has a doctorate in philosophy and metaphysics and serves as a medical intuitive life path guide and spiritual counselor. Hi, Christy. Thanks so much for joining us here today. We're so excited that you could impart your background and your uh, special skills with our audience. How are you doing? Thank you, Kristen. Hi, everyone. I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Thanks. And if you could just tell our listeners a little bit about your background, who you are, what you do, that would be great. Um, this is really the, I guess, the hardest part for me is to uh, give, you know, labels and titles because I feel that much of my lifetime I spent um, in the confines of titles and boundaries and who I was supposed to be and who I needed to be. And I think most of us can fall into that trap. So uh, it really was, um, I guess, in my early 50s that I started trying to break out of some of those boxes. And what I ended up finding was really a greater sense of myself, which is, is at the core of the work that I do. I think we're all uh, fairly unlimited. So um, while I, I, I resist labels, um, I'll share that I do have these abilities that allow me to do the work that you kind of introduced. Gotcha. Well, that's great. Well, it's a pretty uh, broad spectrum of skill sets. And when did you first get involved in these principles and practices? Um, so for me, the, the abilities I have, um, and I think, you know, again, this is true for most of us, we come into this world with, with gifts with things that are unique to us and that's part of why we're here so uh, some of the emotional healing work that i do um, some of the energy clearing that i do i've done throughout my life but on a somewhat unconscious level mm -hmm. and um, i did uh, do a physical healing on myself as a child and i was told to shut that down mm -hmm. and that um, was really part of my path here uh, to be kind of separated from who I'm, I'm here to be. Um, I kind of see it as almost a higher soul challenge to um, see, will I find my way back to myself? And I think that's, again, true for a lot of us. Sometimes the challenges that we face are really the opportunities um, hidden in plain view. Uh, so kind of as I, as I mentioned, um, I've had a really, you know, great life. I've um, been an entrepreneur since I was age 27, self-starter, um, smart, um, you know, self-driven, all of those things. But um, what I've kind of, what I started, I guess I'd say in my 50s was really a shift from um, the shoulds, the can'ts, um, and the definition that are all kind of in your head to um, being more heart centered. And that's when kind of the magic in my life started happening. 
so it was um, around 2012, um, I joined a program to become a oneness blessing giver. And I had my own um, childhood healing um, or a healing of a childhood trauma happen through that program. And shortly after that, I started feeling energy in my hands. Um, I started um, just really feeling like this amazing love throwing, flowing through me. Um, I would kind of just sit and, you know, I'd imagine the earth in my hands. And I would just, you know, share that love. Just, um, just drawn to just heal, like heal everything. Heal, you know, share the love. Um, so eventually, um, later that year, I um, was on a trip with my husband to Sedona, and I had this knowing that it was going to be a spiritual experience. Um, I'm sure many people have that feeling just because of the, the you know, the energy that's there, um, the energy drawing them to that place. And my spiritual experience happened the first night I was there in, of all places, the beer aisle of the grocery store. Um, <laughs> I was looking for Starbucks Frappuccinos, which happened to be in that aisle. And as I was walking in the aisle, this man just was staggering toward me. And I heard in my head, talk to him. And so I approached him. Um, it just unfolded. I, you know, a spirit guided me I just almost like stepped aside and allowed this healing to flow through me and at one point um, he said to me oh my gosh this is a spiritual experience and um, you know the light bulb kind of clicked on for me <laughs> yeah and um, just struck me you know I live in Maine and here's this place that's you know filled with so many beings and the fact of like me being drawn from like halfway across the country to meet with this person and give him what he needed, him to give me what I needed, it just was, it just was magical. And it um, kind of opened me to another level. Um, and then, you know, other kind of amazing experiences followed. Um, the next day I did have a reading. I had gone there to have a reading. Um, and the, the, um, intuitive said to me, you know, you're going to start, um, creating miracles and you're going to go on to teach people this. And, you know, he's saying all these things. And I was like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like, am I going to know what I'm doing before I, I like, you know, I I'm teaching people. Cause I just was not even, um, connected into the possibility at that point. Um, and he said, when the time is right, you're just going to know. And it's almost literally what happened. Um, and I think, I think for a lot of us healers and people that are drawn into metaphysics and these different principles and modalities, sometimes it's, we've kind of always known, you had mentioned earlier that you, at an early age, you started harnessing energy, but like so many of us, it's, you know, don't do that. That's not right. You know, I think our parents are scared or, our, you know, the adults in our lives are scared. And it's not until we're a little bit older that we can explore our gifts. And I think 
like so many people who have visited and um, spent any time in Sedona, it's a magical, magical place. And magical things happen. The energy grids, the crystal shops, all the metaphysical stores, and the people that live in that community are vibrating at such a high frequency that uh, for somebody like you, I think that was probably the catalyst to give you the insight, like, listen, this is what you're going to be doing. And I think that when opportunity presents itself and we listen to it, then we can, you know, start off on that path. But also like you, it's like, how do I start? What do I, you know, who do I talk to? How do I get this going? So I think, you know, it's, it's, you, I think you are like a lot of people out there that have had similar experiences and kind of not pushed into it, but just here's the doors open. Now let's see what happens. So there's also like a chicken and egg situation too, because did it happen because I was there sort of? Yes. But also because that provided the opening within my own mind mm-hmm. to allow me to go there, to allow me to open up. So What I want people to understand is that you don't have to go to Sedona. You you have this power within yourself to open the door. Sure. No, and I agree with you. And I'm just using that as one example because I think spirit presents uh, opportunities in many different forms. And obviously not everybody's able to get to Sedona, but if they can, I, I always recommend anybody that asks me, should I go to Sedona? I automatically say yes. Yes. For whatever reason, even if they're not metaphysical practitioners, just to go and feel that energy. It's, it can be life-changing, but you're right. There's other life-changing things that can happen to us that can kind of spearhead us into this movement. So, And one of those mo- movements is you believe in higher self and self-love. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about this concept and this practice, um, especially when it comes to learning to let go of how we can you know, learn to be happy and let go of certain things? So, um, again, you know, like there's so many analogies in life, but, you know, the chicken and egg situation, you know, do we, um, do we not have ease and flow in our life because life is not flowing or because we're blocking that flow? And um, we have to get to the point of seeing uh, that, it's actually us that's, um, in a way, creating uh, what we're experiencing or even collapsing the wave of really abundance and unlimited um, prosperity and joy. So um, the higher self, to me, is that um, non-emotional observer self that watches, you know, where are we looking? What is our focus? Um, what are our beliefs? And if you kind of look at the word beliefs and you um, take the L-I-E and you capitalize them, uh, sometimes our beliefs have lies in them. So we have to really be aware. We have to um, be conscious. Creating or living a smaller version of our own happiness, wellness, joy. So how do our perceptions hold the key to our happiness and uh, what we create in the world? Is there empowerment? Is there change? Can you tell us a little bit about how we go about doing that? Focusing on the mind versus focusing on the heart. Our minds kind of uh, believe in absolutes. 
um, things are good or things are bad. Mm -hmm. um, this is black or this is white. But life isn't really absolute. It's a spectrum. So again, this goes back to the higher self, the observer self. Uh, until we're aware of what we're thinking and what we're uh, focusing on, uh, we can almost feel like we don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. But that observer self um, can kind of show us what we're focusing on uh, because the mind wants to define things the mind and the mind tends to see in absolute values so something is either good or or bad um, we're in the flow or we're in the ebb um, and and in reality it's not really um, one thing it's all things so the more we can become aware uh, of where we're looking the more we have a choice of changing our perception, changing where we're looking, um, expanding our view to see more. Okay. And is this where you are the co-creator of, uh, is it a platform? Is it a method of helping people navigate that? I think that most of us are so close to our stories or um, our perceptions, our, um, our definitions that we've established within our mind are um, we're so close to them, we're so enmeshed in them that sometimes we can't even see them. Mm. So part of my perspective reboot process, whether it's um, somebody that's dealing with disease or um, emotional trauma or um, I keep having the same bad things happen to me, um, part of the process is um, tapping into where it is that they're actually collapsing um, the abundance or the wellness or the joy based on these stories that we tell ourselves right. or these um, definitions of ourselves that we um, have. And sometimes those stories are things we've inherited from our family. And I believe that um, we don't have to continue that story sometimes we're we're here because we're the one that's going to heal that story sure sure and what does the healing actually look like how do you take a client through from having a certain uh, belief system into kind of freeing them into a happier or more whole uh, state of mind okay uh, so for me and and the process that I'm using um, I believe that when we were children, we knew exactly who we were here to be. Mm -hmm. uh, we knew um, really that we're connected to source, uh, that we're connected to our higher self, that we're connected to one another, that we're connected to all of life. So part of the process is uh, going back um, through almost like a Russian nesting, Russian nesting doll kind of version of ourselves mm -hmm. and finding the places where we're not really um, balanced, okay. um, where that child self may be stuck in a story and doing that kind of healing work. Um, so it's, it's um, usually done in private sessions. Um, usually the person has something that's manifesting in the physical world. 
whether it's I've got, you know, a pain in my shoulder that won't go away, you know, doctors can't seem to find a reason for it. Um, and that could be how we tap into um, that story. So the way it happens, Kristen, is um, I, I kind of um, talk to them on the phone. Um, they give me permission to enter their um, energy field and I um, kind of merge in with them and kind of insights come to me, messages come to me. Um, sometimes they even have like a flashback of seeing themselves at a younger age. And that's that younger self kind of presenting and saying, hey, you know, I, I kind of hold a keystone. Can we, you know, can we explore? So um, it's, it's very different based on the person. Um, but usually there's a cornerstone that will appear for that person, That's you great. know, like the, the light bulb. Sure. And so for your clients, uh, you work remotely, you're up in Maine. So when you're talking to people, are you doing a video session or is it on the phone or is it, how are you communicating with them during the session? Typically it's over the phone. Um, I do offer a, an option add on if people want to have the webcam uh, to kind of see, but a lot of times we have our eyes closed and we're, you know, kind of focusing on what's happening in the body, mind, spirit. Um, so it's it's not necessary to have the webcam, but again, for people that uh, that want that, it's available. Um, I do also see people here in Wells in in my home. Well, not at the moment with uh, right right physical distance. Important point to make for people who think that they need to, if they're going to schedule a healing session, that they need to be vis-a-vis -vis with the healer. And I thought you, you know, you brought up a good point that as long as you can tap into, you know, that their higher self has allowed you to come into and in, in perform the healing, then it doesn't matter if you're in front of them or if you're, you know, halfway around the world, which I think is really important for people to grasp because so many um, people that I've spoken with said, well, do you know what anybody in this town? And I'm like, oh, listen, you can call somebody that, you know, I can recommend you to somebody and you don't even need to be there. And it's amazing that the healing takes place no matter where you are, as long as the intent is there. Christy, you're a medical intuitive as well. Um, can you explain to us a little bit about how you first realized that you had that talent and how it manifested itself? Um, let's see, how did I first, um, I think you might want to edit here. Yeah, I will. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Okay. So I think that this is something that came through as I started doing sessions with people. Um, for example, um, sometimes the, the, the ouchie or the disease that's in our body is I think that this is something that came through as I started doing sessions with people. Um, for example, um, sometimes the, the, the ouchie or the disease that's in our body is actually the result of unease or discomfort in the mind or the emotions. So the medical intuitive aspect that I'm able to bring to somebody in the session 
is to understand what thought or belief or emotion or trauma may be blocking the, the body's natural ability to heal itself. Uh, so, for example, in that you know kind of example I gave earlier, where someone's got a, a problem in their shoulder, um, one of the first clients I had was in that situation, where um, he was having pain in his shoulder, and doctors said you're going to have to have surgery. He knew I was doing this work. He said, uh, you know, what do I got to lose? And when I touched that shoulder, um, I heard father. So I said to him, okay, what's going, you know, tell me about your relationship with your father. And it ended up that he had so much like repressed anger that he hadn't been able to express in that relationship that was literally kind of stuffed into that part of his body. And as we worked to release that, um, he was pain free after that, you know, after that situation. So, um, so the medical intuitive part is helping the person understand what signals they might be unconsciously sending to their body Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, what emotion is actually at the root of the disease that is presenting in the physical. And I've been a firm believer of that, that we manifest certain ailments or maladies in our body. I remember for a very long time, I was carrying all of my fear around money in my lower back. So anytime that my back would, my lower back would go out, I'd have, I finally, it finally sunk in. All right, I'm struggling with my finances or there's fear around my finances. And once I lifted that fear, I will tell you, I have not had lower back pain in almost 20 years. That wraps up our time with Christy Borst. Thank you so much for joining us here today. If you'd like to schedule a session with Christy, you can visit www.distantenergy.com and we'll also have all of her contact information at the end of this presentation. But before we leave you, Christy is going to do an affirmation for us. Christy, thanks so much for joining us and thank you for providing us with this wonderful affirmation. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to um, join me today. Perhaps it's human nature to blame others when things go awry. Why is this happening to me? When is it my turn? How can we create a better life, heal our illness, be happy? The breath that breathes us connects and empowers us. We are co-creators. Things are not happening to us. They are happening for us or even through us. Watch your vibe. This is where we can change everything. Question what you think and where you're looking. Become aware of how you may be collapsing your own abundance, light, and love. It's win-win as we choose to live in and create from the emotional space of trust, love, goodness, compassion, forgiveness. Awareness equals the power of choice, equals the power to change. When we change the way we see the world and be within the world, the world changes. Inhale life, breathe out love, Release what no longer serves you.
Thank you, Christy. This has been wonderful. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.